Okay. Okay. Yeah. Welcome back. It's another edition of uh, Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast where we talk about professional wrestling and all the other shenanigans that could happen in the past, the present, quite possibly the future. I got to turn off all my shenanigans right now because I don't want no dings and pings. On and rings. And all that other stuff, you know, trying to get used to this. Shenanigans early. Trying to get used to this watch, baby. Got got that new watch, baby. <laughs> I think we got the same one. When when did that one come out? Yeah, I just got the seven. I don't know. Was that out in like May? No, it just came out like last week. See, it's like never mind. I'm not going out of town. I got on that. that. I got six. Hey, yo, That's funny what I got. talking about watches. I thought I lost my watch. I went like three, maybe five months without this thing. Come to find when I did laundry two, three weeks ago, it was inside of one of my hoodies that was in my car for months. <laughs> and I totally you got You think you didn't wash that motherfucker? Hey, but we found it. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, he cheese and he froze on cheese. <laughs> and uh, since Big E is still the champion, I will continue to eat on air. I know. I think that's what we got to do. I already finished eating, but I think that's just a new thing. We have to eat with Big E as champion. And so, if, as long as Big E is the champion, I'm going to eat on air. Honestly, I guess we can kind of jump just kind of right into it. Uh, yeah. Seeing him live as champ when I went to that SmackDown, because he did the tribute to the Troop Show, obviously, was mm-hmm. on SmackDown. That was dope. Like, cause I remember the first time I saw Big E was in like 2014 when he was the IC champ, but they did nothing with them. And it was like, yo, now this dude, like the WWE champion, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like it was cool as shit to see it. And he was like really over, not as like just new day, like as E himself. Mm-hmm. And Dan, I don't know if you heard me before you left or whatever. I was like, as long as Big E is champion, I'm going to eat on every time we record. <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with that. We got to keep it going. So. How's everyone been though? Everyone been good? I know we talk in the text and stuff, but visually. Absolutely. Absolutely. We gotta find out why I, why our homeboy broke out. Did anybody talk to him yet? No clue. Mm-hmm. Um okay. I just want Aaron Rodgers to throw an interception as I keep glancing at the TV. I apologize. Are they win? Uh they right win? now, yeah, 10-7 in the second Green Bay. But, uh, Which I want to see. I want to see Arizona win. I'm a fan of Kyler Murray. So am I for fantasy reasons, but also, you know, I like the kid. Yeah, uh, he's good. Got heart. And they got that just the team. I, I can tell you what I'm a, a fan of. Um, the shit that's going on with uh, Tony Khan and the guys from ROH. I'm enjoying that. So, yeah. See, we so, started talking football and he had to fit it back. Cause... Yeah. So, wait. So, what? <laughs> Season titty meat. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Put the horns on there for the titty meat. So, uh, season. Hopefully, that season is hooks, rubs, and spice. Hell yeah. So, hooks, uh, rubs, and spices. Go to <laughs> hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use promo code RAM. Have they, uh, besides that post, I think it was Dan sent, right? Yeah, with all these people are going to sign with them. Have they, have there been anything else? I haven't been on my phone much today. To like see nah, other than seeing um other than seeing that they're gonna their contracts are gonna be released as of uh January first. 
Yeah. You know, but like if they if the contracts are gonna if they're waiting for the contracts to be released January first, like you know, obviously we've been the forbidden door for you know two thirds of this year thus far. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to be allowed to work? Because you know, I, as I just share with y'all, you know, they, it's alleged that Tony Khan spoke to a bunch of them and a bunch of the names and faces that we want to see, mm-hmm. like Roosh, Bandito, especially for me, especially the Briscoes. Like, they, yeah, oh, definitely Jonathan Gresham for real. Like, I, him, I want to see him and freaking him and Danielson, him and Omega go at it. Like, there's, there's a lot of phenomenal matchups that can be made, but it's it's. Did they sign these? And then the other one that we all was talking about in our chat, Orange Cassidy versus Danhausen. Like that would be phenomenal on TV. <laughs> I like Danhausen is so silly. I love it though. <laughs> love it though. Are you so Ring of Honor Ring uh, of Honor's last show was right before the pandemic, right? I think they kept from what I understand, they kept yeah, going. Know for a little bit and then they stopped and they came back and it was doing it with uh no crowds you know I, I could be totally inaccurate in my statement so people p- feel free to correct me if i'm wrong but uh, i believe Lou, it- show up Lou, show up because he is the roa guy out of the crew yeah i gotta he hit up because i'm one of them i like go to ring of honor late and what i mean by that is like kevin owens debuts in wwe and i'm like oh i heard he was cool in ring of honor let me go watch his stuff like, I'm, like, years behind with that, so I kind of want to be up to date. So when they do pop up, I'm like, oh, I kind of know the cool shit you do. Yeah. But I have kind of, like, not breaking news, like, funny, funny news. So if there's one thing I can openly say about me, I love all the companies, whatever. But obviously, I'm I'm more, I'll always be a little biased towards WWE, grew up on it, whatever. Love my AEW, all that, whatever. But I did some serious thinking the other day. Since the pay-per-view schedule came out, I think I'm going to skip Money in the Bank because here's why. I've seen Money in the Bank twice. I've seen a show there. But if all goes well in the world, double or nothing's probably going to come to Vegas. And I think I made my decision. I think I'd rather go to double or nothing than Money in the Bank. Yeah. But when, when is that? Memorial Day weekend. Last weekend of May. Okay. I might, I might make that trip. Cause oh, I'm trying God. to, what I'm trying to do, <laughs> what I'm trying to do is um, knock off all my bucket list of WWE shows. Cause I haven't been to a Survivor Series, I haven't been Thanks. to um, a Money in the Bank, and I think that's only the real two that I want to go to. Cause I've been to a Rumble, I've been to hell of WrestleManias, and everything. So I scratch those two off my bucket list, and then damn, I'll start going to AEW shows from here on out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason I've said Double or nothing sounds enticing in Vegas. Like, why not? I mean, that sounds like something I need to be putting away money for right now. I've never been to Vegas. And the, well, no, I can say the last real wrestling show, I, well, I went to an indie show about two years ago that a friend of mine was wrestling in. Before that was when EW was on Staten Island. Damn. Mid, mid, late 90s. And then before Damn. that, the only WWF WWF show I've ever been to was in when the when it used to be called the Continental Airlines Arena in Jersey. My father took us, and this was back when I met Johnson. Was Shit. there? Damn. Yeah, I yeah. So I don't really get to go shows like that. Yeah, yeah you deserve I, you deserve to go to one. Yeah. 
See, um, but that, that, that's another iffy thing too, because you say May, and I'm going to Vegas anyway in July. So it's like I go in May, then turn around and go back in July. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah, you know, and like I said, if I've never been to a Money in the Bank show, I'd probably go to that because I love Money in the Bank. I do think they always deliver on that pay per view. They usually do. But I've already been. Why not go? But I still want to say F Tony Khan because he still has yet to announce dates of coming to California. <laughs> well, well, if you man, listen, man, listen, I'm I'm gonna get a little personal, and I'm not gonna go all the way off. But fuck all of these mandate states right now, especially mine. Yeah, and I could I could get into why because I'm personally affected in a way. I'm sure I don't know if you're hearing, but I'll save that later. But I want all of these shows to not go to these not you know these all these not to go to these mandates because they need to drop this shit. It's unfair. It gotten to the point where in my city, I'll just briefly say it. November first, the shit's about to hit the fan with all of us city employees. To where if you didn't get the first shot, your ass got to sit home, and because our mayor is on his last days of his last term, he don't give a fuck, and he ain't budget. So I don't want to see no show. And I don't know, like, quick sidebar off uh, uh, on to rap real quick. I don't know if y'all saw, like, after the verses with KRS and Big Day came, like, they, they were supposed to go and tour with Rakim and all that. That tour just got canceled because the rappers don't want to don't believe in the vaccine, don't want to get the vaccine. and there were shows in states that had mandates, and they were like, well, fuck that. Fuck you. So, so what I'm curious about with New York does, so when I went to that SmackDown a couple of weeks ago, so I'm vaccinated, got to be military, whatever, right? Um, I unfortunately had to get it, too. I got it. Yeah. I, I didn't want it, but I got it. So we twinning. We're twinning. But uh, so it's in. <laughs> so San Diego. So I live in Riverside County, which is right next to San Diego. San Diego County, they have nothing yet, but L.A. County does. And with the show I went at was technically in L.A. County, and it said when I bought the tickets, all this, like, you got to show proof of vaccination or 72-hour status. Now, I don't know if it was the staff or they just do it as a scare tactic. So me being whatever, I have it scanned on my phone. I showed the lady my ticket when she scans it, and I was like, oh, do you need to see my thing? And she's like, no. So I was like, all right, whatever. Then I went inside and like these people were kind of around. So I was like, do I have to show you this? They're like, no. So it's curious. I wonder if like, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I if, don't care. That's what it's, I'm saying. I wonder, it's if it's like scare, I wonder if they're using it more as a scare tactic. Like I'm, the Patriots are coming here Sunday and I'm going, it's in LA. So I'm curious to see, cause my cousin, he's not vaccinated. Um, but he got a test today. So 72 hours, he's good, whatever. But, uh, it's like I want to know if they're actually gonna want to see his proof, or well, well, see in an NFL stadium, it might be different. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's I before be, last week before I got the first shot on Sunday, um, we went. My my kids wanted to go to their favorite place, which is this buffet out here, and we went in. My wife, t- I was just go ahead in. I'll sit in the car. I don't care. I'm I'm. That's how I stood on it. Then my wife says, come in. They're not checking. So it kind of just depends on the establishment. But the city yeah. themselves is hard, is really hard up on it. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference. Like, and again, for what's going on with us city employees, like there's there's thousands of us across all ACs that are not budging on this and are willing to go home. And a lot of these unions are like, as soon as they send one person home, this city has got a huge problem on their hands. And I mm-hmm. mean a huge problem on their hands. So it all depends where, but like, see, at least California is giving the option of the 72 hour, 48 hour test. New York is like, they, New York, they, they want us, it's almost like they want us to get it or nothing. Because like my job, for instance, before they laid down the mandate, they said, give us a, a test every week. You got to do a test every week. And I was doing it. Flying colors, all negative tests. Yeah. You know? So I'm sure a lot, of, and so a lot of these event spaces, restaurants, and stuff like that, like that's kind of why you haven't seen too many um, wrestling shows like in New York City area per se. You which see is crazy because Survivor, which is crazy because Survivor Series is in Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, but and and I'm sure WWE fan base wise, they probably a lot of people are there. But a lot of shows that you see going on are outside of New York City. You know, like yeah. AEW was just in Rochester. What did the mayor of Rochester do? What is the mayor of Long Island doing? Like I seen they did some like indie thing with like I think Kevin Nash, uh Bubba, you know, Bully Ray and, and like Legends was at some shit in Long Island. Like shit, for instance, there's there's a there's a rap show to of soup. all Staten Island. <laughs> There's a rap show of all Staten Island artists that's being done in Long Island. Yeah, which is like not. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's because WWE to come in and the WWE to be coming. I'm sure a large majority of their fan base will be vaccinated, or it will be like that Monday Night Raw in whatever state it was in, where there will be mad. It was mad holes and seats empty. So everywhere. it's funny. It's funny you said the whole part. Because holes, no, but uh, yeah. when I went to that, when I went to that, so Rob, like I was, what I said pretty much when you were gone is when I went to that SmackDown, when I went to that SmackDown, LA County said you had to be vaccinated or negative test, but they weren't checking, whatever. So, like, I got there early, whatever, and then it's like the dark match is going on, and I, well, I guess I'd say we know, but you haven't been to a show in a minute, but. Like anything, they do the dark match before, like SmackDown or Raw, like 15 oh, minutes before. Oh. I'm aware. Don't, don't play <laughs> me like that. I'm fucking aware. No, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, so Keith Lee was fighting like some local jobber, and like, I would say 20% of the arena was full. And I'm like, shit, I wonder if it's because of the vaccine or what. Well, it was also the night AEW went head to head, too. But, uh, I was like, yo, me and my fuck's like, I ain't going. But the biggest thing I got from when I went to that show on like a different subject with it, though, is, Granted, I've never been to an AEW show, so I can't say who's over, who's not, like, organically. But I'll say Roman's on Cena's level. Like, even so, like, when like, Rob and I saw Roman and Cena, and Roman was over, I thought, in Vegas, right? But when you're in a bigger, the bigger place, harder to get, like, a true reaction. When, we're, when I was in that arena, like, little kids, boys and girls, wives, like, grown men, grown just fe- Everyone was, like, cheering the dude. Like, he got a bigger pop than Lesnar. Yeah. And it was what was crazy was so he came out the last segment and then uh then like he fought 30 minutes later in the tribute for the troops thing. His second pop the fight 
It was even bigger than the first one. And we just saw the motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you know, and I think the irony, the irony, though, of all of these years, Vince McMahon was trying to make her like Roman Reigns, face Reigns, face Reigns, trying to, and it took them to turn him heel for the fans to fall in love with him. For a pin. No, it took a pin. I think it took the, my opinion, I think it took Corona fucking COVID-19. It almost, you almost would say it almost took him uh, coming out there and making that, hey, my name is Joe speech. Because <laughs> when he came back, they well, was hesitant to boo him or whatever because he got over yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but, no, uh, remember- yeah, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, like that was when he was still half the face. When when he came back with the the fight from yeah. leukemia, right? He had but the it, leukemia, yeah. and he came back from there, and so we all, we all cheered him and all that. But then it was it was the the heel turn is what everybody started to really fall in love with him, and that's kind of where wrestling is today. Is like is if you're a heel, like you kind of <laughs> gotta work double be a face now. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, yeah. If if you ever remember or whatever, Roman has always been a heel or whatever. It was just that weird stint in the middle where they was forcing him down that he was a face because he was a heel in FCW. Yeah. He was a heel when he came to the main roster, <laughs> and then you know shit happened. I I think I think we can that's all agree the biggest problem. Yeah, the <laughs> biggest problem they did with Roman was having him win that first rumble when Daniel Bryan was still insanely hot. I think that, like, I think if they never did 2015 Roman, I think they would. I think he would have been fine organically with yeah. that character. Yeah. To go back to the ROH stuff or whatever, uh, from what I saw, they put out a release saying that they're going to cease operations for a while and come back with a whole different type of show. And then, uh, like how you were saying or whatever, um, uh, people are going to get paid until January 1st. But if your contract exceeded past that point, you will get paid up until March. Yes, I saw that. So we had, which is cool. And ROH paid would pay was paying people during the pandemic too. Yeah, I'm saying. Then also, that's what made me. That's what made me realize that company had money. Yeah. Then also, um, they damn. Oh, we got Eric in the chat. Uh, that's emojis that just show up as a whole bunch of words <laughs> but um also there was another there was other reports or whatever after they put out that release that if the talent wanted to go to other places and work because this will go back to what you were saying earlier dan if they wanted to go to other places and work they could they just had to go through one of the i guess one of the head guys or whatever they said just contact them and they'll work out an arrangement for them to go do so so Cool. Even though they'll be getting paid up until January or the the at least March, they could still have the opportunities to go work in other places and other companies, and you know, still do work. So, so just to make sure, it'd be as simple as like I'm a wrestling ROH or like the boss. Hey man, AEW said I can go work dark. Blah blah blah. Like it's kind of like that. Yeah, but it was just like, hey, go hit up such and such. Uh, make sure you get the ominous dominance, and you can go and do your thing. I'm really excited to see who goes where, but if AEW really signs all those people, then they just kind of went on a big signing spree with Punk, Brian, even people like Bobby Fish, and now Wyatt Wyndham, you know, the Fiend, whoever the fuck you want to call him. He's free tomorrow. Uh, yeah. And he's probably going to go there because I don't know if you read, 
Him and Straw. Hey, Stray. it's that dude. Got titty meat in the chat. Timmy. Wait, titty meat. Yeah. I don't know if you saw uh, Strowman and Wyatt both met with the uh, impact dude. I don't know what position he was to try to reach a deal for Bound of Glory, and neither one could. And I got to assume it's probably money. You know, mm-hmm. they both deserve and probably want money, and Impact can't afford them. So you got to think those two are probably going to show up in AEW. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, what are they going to do if they sign all this talent? Yeah. That's a and- lot of t- like, I get it. You have dark, you have elevation. <laughs> But, but that that was my question as well. well. That's something I was thinking about whenever um, we seen the so supposedly releases that uh you know the names of uh Tony Khan wanted to do work with, and I was just like, well, damn, if they get all those people to do work with them, even if it's just temporarily or not even like a full blown AEW contract, I mean, fuck, where are they going to put all these people at? You know, a well, lot. Of well, and see. See, I didn't look at like how you meant you mentioned Punk, you mentioned Danielson. Like, I didn't look at it as like a mass hiring though. They it 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 was massive, massive because yeah. of the names. It was massive because of names, but it really wasn't like a mass hire. It was just like the dominoes falling one by one of what we kind of knew was coming. You know what I'm saying? But this year is a mass hiring. And yeah. then again, when you put together the names and stuff of what these people can do, like what was it, Roosh and Bandito them and all the luchadors and stuff, like they could be the real quote unquote masked gods that can go run with Andrade. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got as as I mentioned, the Briscoes who now I, that, they, they sound like two white that's guys. who i really want to like, see because i actually know that, that so I, I really think out of everybody that could have been signed those two i think is like the biggest deal because they don't really go too many other places or whatever they just won right. the bcw and, tag team championships and they did some work in um you know new japan you know a while back but i mean they just didn't all, all didn't, tri- didn't triple h reach yeah. out to them too and they said no yeah a, a while back yeah, but their look. Their, my my thing is, is like their look fits AEW. They're a tag yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Tag teams. AEW likes tag teams. Sip the soup. We know Vince. Vince don't like tag teams for some reason. Well, and, he and does, but he likes two of them. Teams. He likes two tag teams. Right. Well, he, loves, he loves. He loves the new day. He, and he loves the new day, even no. though he loves splitting them up. No, but, Vince. Vince but, loves but Briscoes. Pish posh tag teams, you know, take this yeah, single yeah, motherfucker, yeah, we yeah. ain't doing shit, and take this single yeah. motherfucker, we ain't doing shit, and go. Perfect yeah. example: Dolph yeah. Ziggler and Bobby Roode. <laughs> but they made it work. They made yeah. it work. Yeah, then you know they're gonna break them up. But, <laughs> but, but AEW has real tag team division. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Get yeah, the Briscoes do. in there with a real tag team division, and again, AEW is more of that indie ROH. PWI, GCW style. Like they're they're more of what these guys are now leaving and possibly coming into as is. Now so yeah. I, I I wanna see them work. I wanna see them work. This there. is the this is this whole thing with ROH would have been I mean, it is tragic to an extent or whatever, but it would have been extra super tragic if AEW wasn't around. 
Like they did never. Play oh yeah, because then it's like yeah. who's going to WWE yeah. and who's going to Japan? That's all it would have been. Yeah, that's all it would have yeah, really been. I mean, going to WWE and who's no longer working? Yeah, yeah. And then you know, GCW. I don't know what their status would be right now if AEW didn't exist. Because I don't think their success totally depends on AEW. But I mean, they've been kicking ass and they're still kicking ass. It's just like every time I look on the app, they got a motherfucking GCW show, and I'm like, God damn. Yo. Yeah, no, they do. I, I, I love like, seeing shit like that. And and like today, I was listening to the Busted Open podcast, and they were talking about going Busted over open. versus Busted Open, going over versus getting over. You know what I'm saying? And BCW, you could say for their fan base, hasn't going over for years because of the hardcore deathmatch style. But AEW got them over. Yes, made them a name. To where we, like, I wasn't truly familiar with GCW until I saw the Nick Gage uh, dark side. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't aware of them. And then he's on AEW. And then that then turned into the energy with Matt Cardona going over there and doing what he was doing and is doing over there. And just further put a spotlight on this little independent from South Jersey that we all fully know about. And some are more invested now than others. Now, let me ask, because I like Dark Side of the Ring. Was I that? I want to oh, see boy. this on AEW TV. This is Jay Lethal and um, Gresham right here. I like this combination. More oh, right I forgot about Jay Lethal. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. Look yeah, at this. Jay Lethal. He's one of the few I do know, too. That's insane. I, RKO. Yo, I much. forgot. I, I forgot about man. Jay Lethal. I that shit on my screen somewhere. Yo, so Jay, just Jay Lethal in a short run in AEW would be phenomenal. Though Jay Lethal in WWE would work, but Jay Lethal in WWE would end up being the 24-7 guy, I think. And Jay Lethal in WWE would wind up being Black Machismo. <laughs> that yeah, would, so, would be fire. I would love that. <laughs> no, I would not I, love that. <laughs> I, I, I wonder how many... what he does is Macho Man. Now, let me ask you this. See how we... Kind of to bring it back and maybe be like devil's advocate here. Taste the soup. So you know how we're saying like if a- if AEW does sign all those people, what are they going to do? Because that's a lot of motherfuckers, right? Because don't get me wrong, if I'm signing with AEW, I'm not trying to be. Uh, yes, I could see that. I could see why that would hurt you. You're very yeah. passionate, but um, as a wasn't to say as like a like if I'm a wrestler. Like, I'm not trying to get signed somewhere and only be on Dark and Elevation. Like, I'm not trying to just be on YouTube. No discredit to those who do it, because I could never do it. But you know what I mean? So do you think any of them are kind of like, well, they have a lot of motherfuckers. Maybe I'll take my shot and see if I can get over an NXT. This is the thing. I mean, and and that's well and good, too. I mean, NXT, it, it just depends. Because, you know, NXT just did that big revamp and they got rid of a lot of their veteran indie guys to bring in more veteran indie guys would kind of be a slap in the face to the ones that just moved away or moved up and whatnot. So, I mean, that's a a mixed bag. But what I was thinking about is like, you would be smart to do Dark and Dark Elevation because you just heard Tony Khan talk about their whole library is about to be on somebody's streaming service. So yeah, I wonder who's gonna sign it. That's syndication. That's money in your yes. pocket. Even if you do a short run, yes. a short turn of matches, it doesn't matter if it's on YouTube or TV proper. And that's gonna wind up in the streaming service, and that's gonna be residual monies in your pocket. 
And when mentioning NXT, though it would be a good move, with this 2.0, in some respects, they still have a lot of their little guys. But with Braun Breaker and, and Von Wagner, or if that's his name, or whatever, fuck it, whatever. But I think Vince is trying to bring it back as if it's a new monster factory again. Because we know Vince, we know Vince loves the big man. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and but, he's going to be putting those guys, those big guys over again so he could transition them into main roster superstars because they are monsters. And how many I'll of them admit, coming over from RH are monsters? Yeah. I'll admit, though, I'm a fan of NXT 2.0 so far. Like, they're, they're not doing awful things. They really aren't. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, I'll always love NXT in general, you know, but 2.0 ain't been bad, especially my Italian brother, fucking Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> That's my boy. He, it, it's so great because he's such a bad Italian stereotype that, like, because obviously I'm from an Italian area. Me and my boys love this dude. We think he's the greatest thing. Like, he, like if you watch The Sopranos, he literally referenced in his first promo, I have family in the waste industry. That's just someone literally saying, how can we make this guy as close as we can to Tony Soprano, and I thought it was hysterical, and I love it. And I so hope is he, he is he acting is he acting is he acting New Jersey Italian? Is he acting Staten Italy, or is he acting Brooklyn Italian? I would say Brooklyn, Brooklyn <laughs> Italian. They're trying to make him more of like a G about it at the same time too. Okay. But yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm a fan but of him. I, I haven't back seen at him. it. We could- we got into that WWE hole a second. Let's get back to ROH. We'll, we'll, get, we'll fall into your WWE rabbit holes all the time. Let's not forget about Impact, I, I, even though I love to forget about Impact. Mm-hmm. How many of them possibly go work over there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they yeah. need it. They need it because I'm tired of I seeing know how much the same motherfuckers impact. over and over again. And then I mean, <laughs> God damn. If they didn't have this pay-per-view that just passed, and who started the motherfucking show? The goddamn Decay. Decay always starting the goddamn show, and it gets on my goddamn nerves. <laughs> I honestly thought that ending to Bound for Glory was great. I didn't even get to finish the whole show, but from what I saw, oh, well, I was like, wait, wait. Oh, oh, it was no, shenanigans. I already know. But that's, that's, like, that's good creative, I think. You put Maybe. my man's down with his wife and kid in the ring. <laughs> that's yeah, great. Oh, yeah, Moose ending. Yeah, I did see that. Oh, that, that's, that that's was literally, I honestly that was think phenomenal. that's one of the coolest endings to a pay-per-view I've seen in a long time. Dude, Nick, that, that's what I thought was going to happen to Kofi when you won. <laughs> yeah. I was Bro. like, get him out of there. Hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan, I'll never forget. Yeah, he was. we were talking earlier. I have to tell this story quick. So it just, it almost worked out. We're in Walmart conveniently during the day. And Rob's like, watch Seth and Brock are going to go on first. Seth's going to win. Brock's going to walk away all pissed off him and Heyman. Kofi's going to win. And and Paul's going to come out and say, blah, blah, blah. So then Seth Seth and Brock fucking opened the show. And Rob's like, no, it's going to happen. And Kofi won. And everyone in this arena is like so happy. And Rob's like, get the fuck out the ring. Get the fuck out the ring. <laughs> when the lights went dark, that's when Rob like celebrated. He celebrated like the initial three count, I'll say for about 30 seconds. 
and then he was like, no, they even got a new belt. No, get him out of here. <laughs> oh, man, I was just adamant to think that that motherfucker was going to gonna screw Kofi over, which they wind up, Brock did wind up screwing Kofi over later. Yes, so it worked right. out No, but later. that impact, I thought Bound for Glory was good. I actually streamed bits and pieces of it. Thought it was pretty good. Just, I'm going to go back and check opinion. it out as well. Uh, did it? Did you ever? I you didn't respond, but I know we now we always don't have to respond to every text. Did you see that thing I sent? The New Japan thing they put on my car when I was at the show. Yeah, yeah. You said you wanted to go, but you wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm going to uh, Lejeune for training, and it's like right when I'm like, yo, I actually think I'm going to get serious about trying to follow these motherfuckers. I can't even go. Yeah. I'm low key upset. Okay. You might be able to go to the um that joint with Bo Dallas, right? I don't know. Do you, how far is that from Jacksonville? I didn't look it up. I didn't know if you know off the top of your head. Which one? Uh, the Winston Salem? Because there's a there's oh. a SmackDown. There's yeah, a SmackDown a, a the day after away. Thanks. Yeah, there's a SmackDown in Greensboro the day after Thanksgiving. But that's like three and a half hours. I don't know if SmackDown's worth driving three and a half hours for. Nah. I don't, especially when I just went, I don't think it's worth it. Let's see. I'm about to pull up the map search. And you said it's in Winston-Salem? Yeah, I think that's what it said. Let me see. Here, let me check our chat quick. Oh, that's that's a, that's a, that's a grip. It's uh, yeah. about three hours. <laughs> three hours, oh, 30 yeah. minutes. Yeah, no, nah, I'm all set. I guess we can get on the side. I know we're going to get back to the Ring of Honor thing, all that, but I don't get how we've gone 33 minutes and haven't mentioned King Woods yet. Yeah, I'm a sit <laughs> I was oh, yeah. so excited. And that was, an- it was, that was another thing for me too, man. I was like, it's, it's WWE. They're going to take this dude's childhood dream and shove it up his ass and everything. But, like, what I hate is how people are like, yeah, he won. Now let's make him a heel and have him turn on Kofi. Like, no. Do you mofos not listen? Those motherfuckers don't ever want to end the new day. Stop yeah. saying this shit. Like, yeah. I, like, and my this, thing this, is I would love to see a triple threat match, the three of them for, like, the WWE title. I'd like, that's the furthest I'd very like to soup. see. Very good soup. Would you agree with like, This... This, to me, to me, my opinion, this solidifies New Day as the greatest stable tag team group in freaking mm-hmm. WWE history. To me. Yep. And the, yep. And I agree with you because I was, you know, I listened to Wrestling Inc. Raj, who's very smart, has all his insights. He said NWL. It's still not NWL because think about it like this. Mm-hmm. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and Hogan, two out of three were champions. Scott Hall, love him, but he never really got big. No. The Shield, the Shield, they all are have been champions, but they didn't last long enough. That's the thing. The New Day's last thing, I think, longer Longevity. than NWO. Right? New Day's definitely been around longer than NWO. I mean, like seven that, years. That would be a Brian question because he has all the. The, the knowledge and the history and stuff. I mean, yeah, I don't know how long it feels like it. Tech- yeah, they've been together since 2014. And then I think it's just like, like you said, you can probably agree just the story on how pretty much three dudes were like, fuck it, we're going to take a shot, probably going to lose our jobs. Maybe not Kofi, but Woods and E probably would have, sadly. Yeah. And then look, 
Juan got a huge main event match at Re- WrestleMania. Big E got everything he's been doing. He, Xavier Woods wins. Like, granted, like, a lot of people shit on the Saudi shows, but those are big shows. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did you watch Crown like, Jewel? It's, it's a good show. It's just the environment. <laughs> did you watch it at all? Yeah, I watched it. I didn't finish it. Was it was a great though. show, I thought. What did you think of Goldberg and Bobby? I fast forward through it. I thought it was good for what it was. I, it yeah, was, it's it was just like, like a- I, I accidentally fast forward through it as well because it was just like I skipped the entrances and then it was like in the middle of the match. I was like, ah, I probably didn't miss nothing. And then the spot off the stage and I was like, oh, well, fuck it. I ain't going Dude, back. <laughs> I was so mad because obviously it comes on at a weird time. Well, you have Thursdays off. So you, well, I guess you didn't watch live, but whatever. So yeah. you know me, I'm bad with reading spoilers. I've gotten a lot better. But all day, I was like, I'm not going on my phone, not going on social media, blah, blah, blah. So for work, I'm one of the people that can run the uh, unit's Instagram page, and they wanted me to post something. So you know how it is. You got to switch profiles. Right when I opened it, it was Woods. And I was like, like the one thing I didn't want spoiled got spoiled. That was so salty. Yeah, that same thing kind of happened to me, too, is just like, I seen when the it was a spoiler for Zelina's victory, and I was like, "Well, shit, that's one out of two that I wanted to win." So I mean, that's good. And I was like, "But Woods is the one I had fingers crossed, and I was holding my breath about and everything." And it was just you. You think any Americans travel to that show? I wouldn't be surprised, man. You, I would not be surprised as much. If there's not a travel like, ban or restriction or whatever, I'm I, I, probably. Like, let me ask you: If you were still in and you were stationed in Oki, whatever, all's right in the world, no travel ban. Like, would you think about going? I don't know, because obviously Americans probably go to where they're at for that huge festival and all that. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say Oki because it's probably a lot cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Somebody might be a pl- uh, deployed to Afghanistan right now, and they're going their R and R trip <laughs> to Saudi. I uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see what happens with this Ring of Honor stuff, and I just don't want to see. And I don't know if this is what happened in TNA back in the day, because I didn't really pay it no mind. Or in WCW, I was too young. You can definitely vouch more. I would say more WCW. Do you think? AEW could end up in the predicament like WCW where they do sign too many people? Well, the predicament that WCW got in is slightly different because they did sign an ass load of people, but there was guaranteeing money. So that was already bleeding their pockets. And then now they let the freaking inmates run the asylum, you know? Well, I was going to say, didn't everyone in the NWF creative uh, control? Uh, Shit, Kevin Nash was booking the shows. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. You know? So, I mean, they had a whole bunch of internal and behind the scenes issues that ultimately killed them and shit. So, cause you, cause what we found out wind up being the real cancer of the thing was, you know, Nash, Hogan, Bischoff, Russo and everything. And just who, who were you more of a fan of growing up? I've never really asked you that. I watched them both. I watched them both. Yeah. Because uh, WCW came on an hour early, you know, an hour before Raw. So then um, mm-hmm. I watched the first hour, which the first hour they were jam-packed with, like, Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, 
Juventud Guerrera, mm-hmm. Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, uh, freaking uh, Jericho. And that was that's the best hour of the show, you know? And then um, once that hour was up, I turned the VCR on and record the other two hours and I flip over and watch Raw. And then when Raw was over, I rewind the tape and I go back and finish watching WCW. <laughs> so y'all want to laugh? Yeah, I was a WCW guy. So, I was a WCW yeah. guy myself. Cool. So a few months ago, like I said, I'm going on a cruise in April. So just remember that. We were like, yo, we should go on a vacation. Like I've never been on one since cruise. I've been in the military. Blah, blah, blah. And my girl was like, let's go on a cruise. I was like, awesome. Jericho's having a cruise in March. That <laughs> and she's like that that she's like you know Mark you know her she's chill but she's like that's where I kind of draw the line that's why I draw the line <laughs> yeah I, I want to go on it on eventually I... they they just did it. they just did it and that it looked mm-hmm. fun as hell mm-hmm. I need to go on one of those I wish they, they would sell out didn't like they didn't when AEW first started didn't they run Dynamite from the cruise yep. I, I wonder why they didn't do that again. Maybe because they're traveling more or whatever. And I don't know. I, hopefully in March they do it again. Because I thought that was really freaking cool. Well, they do run shows. They did run shows. Like, did y'all, did I share it in our group message with, uh, with Jer- yeah, I did. Jericho and R. Chastity did the joint intro together. Yeah. That shit was fire. Mm-hmm. Chris, Chris, had, Chris had the shirt like Orange Cassidy with his face on it. And they remixed they remixed R.S. Caddy's music into uh, Judas. Oh shit! That Man, look that up. Our boy, our boy, Lou in the chat is over Judas though. I'm not. I think Judas is great. No. I just like the the fan aspect of it or whatever. It's just like yeah. there's never been an entrance that I I can recall that you know people were that really into. And I think it's almost a, just a almost an AEW thing. If you have a a, a a theme that's like sing along worthy or whatever, the crowd is doing that shit because they're doing punks and they're doing Judas, and then like you know, and they're, they're gonna do Coles. They're gonna do Coles eventually once they get it down. Mm-hmm. Well, they 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 do do the Adam Cole. So they do do. And then the, um, they do do the boom. They do do and um uh, Jungle Boy's theme too. Which that's oh, yeah, one that I'm tired of. That's the one I'm tired of. That shit is just too. What I'm not tired of is uh on dark or elevation when Taz be singing the goddamn Jungle Boy song and shit. <laughs> you know what Taz I'm not tired of? Too long going, oh, he's singing the song on commentary. <laughs> you know what I'm not tired of? Mandy Rose's amazing body. That last photo was insane. But yeah, I had to say that quick. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's what's cool. I think AEW definitely has better teams. AEW definitely uh, has Well, it, it stops right at Max Caster. That's what I was going to say. I will never get tired of a Max Caster intro. Never. Yeah. <laughs> what do you never, guys... Ever. That's that's the guy, old boy who was uh, beefing with Hit Row, right? Top Dollar? Yeah. What do you think of Top Dollar's diss with Young Buck? Let me in. I thought that was pretty dope. I didn't, I didn't hear it. Man, I heard it. But he did it. Wait, he did it with Young Buck. No, on the Young Buck. Yeah, beat. well, Young Bucks. So oh, he, yeah, oh, the Young, young oh, Bucks. No, I thought you. My bad. I thought you were saying G Unit Young Buck because that's easy oh, yeah. fucking bars with Max Caster. That's easy. If it was G Unit Young Buck, oh my goodness, he could go. 
they just go in on that one because of the Alphabet Boys and and, <laughs> and, and Young Bucks uh, 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 recent recent uh, recent soirees with the you know with the, with the I used to love Young Bucks. I'm not getting us in trouble. <laughs> I used to love man when I was. I went, I man, I used to love, I still love 50 Cent. He's in my top 10 favorite of all time, personally. Personally, mine. I love, you don't like 50 Cent? How do you not like 50 Cent? Man, if you ain't the fakest New Yorker I've ever met. <laughs> don't mm, me. Uh, <laughs> all right, Nick. Let's just remember your age, young boy. Let's remember your age, young man. Hey, I love me some old school rap, but fi- hey, 50 was 50. 50 was on. Sorry to foot aside, Bobby Rob, but because your teen years. I'll just, I'll just drink was some soup. When, Your teen years was when he was hot. Your youth was when he was hot. I was still in my late 20s at that time, and he didn't hit me. Oh, the way he even, might even Brian, the like, wow. <laughs> Wait, is he saying wow he don't like fifty or that he no that you, I like your, your takes is what he's wowing about, I assume. <laughs> see, but see, see, what up, Brian? Where, see, this this is where you can't let my age get into factor. Because if you say like my top five, they're all older people. Because I actually I can love respect that. music. I can respect I'm that. just saying fifty was fucking on. Lyrically, he wasn't. There, I don't think he's the he top. A, was 10. he a movement? Was he a movement? Yes. G Unit was like you. It was unavoidable. Let's just see. That. See, I think. But how you're, much I you're love getting... Fifty? I was gonna say how much I. No, I'm not getting confused. I, I respect your love for Fifty. I'm not. It's just me. I just. But how much I did not like Fifty's music. I only own one, and this is back when I was buying vinyl to do parties and shit. I only own one copy in the club. That's the only 50 cent record I own. And I only <laughs> bought that I only bought that one record. Uh, I'm a heel. Oh, wow, I'm a heel. No, no, no. So I just, so just to make sure you wait, just so you make sure we're on CP. He's in my top ten, just like favorite, not top ten of all time. And they're subjective, and that list is subjective. That's why I'll let you have it. And I, I can't dispute you. I can't dispute you because it's subjective. That's your list. You know what I'm saying? I'll never dispute that. So no worries. No worries. There's no hate. There's no hate for you. <laughs> There's no more soup. Hey, you're still a fake New Yorker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the heel of the night. I'm usually the white meat baby face. No pun intended. But I'm the heel, I'm the heel, I'm the heel tonight. <laughs> Yeah, but um, another thing, more AEW stuff. Uh, what do you think of that Cody Rhodes <laughs> promo? Did you get to hear it? I missed it because I was at work. What was it? Sum it up. Let's see if I can pull it up while you, while you Dan, you get yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was at I was at work. Well, oh, AEW I, I, is also heard... getting more on my favorite side because they're about to start airing live on the West Coast and on the East Coast same oh, yeah, time. Yeah. So a, a, AEW, they're like, hmm, we got to win Nick Anacelio <laughs> more and more. And they're doing it so far. <laughs> I, I heard about the promo, Bob, and I, because I, I missed, I, like I tend to do, I missed the missed the dynamite. But I, I heard about the promo, and something uh, I heard Bully Ray say that made made a, a thousand percent sense when it comes to it is Cody needs 
they, they need like a serious big bad to really, really like make Cody effective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he is like he's the face of the company, but how we mentioned a Roman got booed while he was a face, you know. Cody gets booed because quote unquote people are tired of him, they look at him as being Hollywood, yada Whoa. yada. There needs to be somebody stronger than a Malachi Black come through and take him out. Well, now uh, I love that. That's uh, some of the things that you just hit on. Um, that's what he hit on in the promo. He talked about because um, he did. If right. you've seen the match, he you know he uh, did the Tiger Driver ninety nine or ninety eight or whatever the fuck. Everybody thought he was about to do the Pedigree. He even brought that up in the promo as well, talking about I, I thought about using a different move or whatever. And then uh, he also was talking about how he is the reason. You know, the lights are on in this place and he write the checks so people look at him differently and whatnot. I mean, I got the promo pulled up right here. It's, we can come. Oh, wait, hold on. Before, before, we, before you play, if you don't mind me asking. So I liked Cody in WWE. I don't mind him now. I'm, I've, he's never been like one of my favorites, favorites. But why is he so hated? Like this dude is kind of one of the reasons this whole thing happened. Like why... Like he's not winning the title, all that. Like, why? Why don't they like? Cause I didn't watch AEW a lot in the beginning, just because I just honestly didn't like the first like three, four, five months. But when I first started watching, he was already getting booed and shit like crazy. And I'm like, like, yo, this dude literally lost the match where he can't fight for the world title. Like he's doing the opposite of not booking himself. So that's why I don't get why they don't like him. Like, what? I, I don't. Maybe your, I'm misreading. Your it. concerns is what was covered in the promo. <laughs> Now let's watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Dan froze up. It's it's seven it's seven minutes and some change. So I don't know if we'll listen to all of it. Nah, just if you can send it, I'll just Google it and I'll I'll look it up later. I mean, I got it up. Can you hear it? Barely. Let's see. Kind of got the serious fit on. Yeah, sick. I can't hear shit. They booing him right now. <laughs> Arn with, with the block. block. Oh, hey. I'll, 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 I'll answer, answer the, the question, question when, when, when Arn with the block. Whether you uh, believe it or not. I got, I got your shirt sure in the house. I hear you. Can y'all hear it? Mm-hmm. I hear you online. I hear old. Apologize if you can't hear it on the clouds on feed. social media. And I heard you this Saturday. I had one of the best wrestlers in the world, Malachi Black. I hooked under one arm. I hooked under the other arm. Ultimately, I would hit a Tiger Driver 98, as Excalibur pointed out so beautifully, but for a brief moment, for a glimmer, I thought about hitting a very different move. And what would happen? What would happen had I hit that move? Would I have popped up? Would I have sneered? Would I have abused my executive vice president role? Would I have broken the covenant between you and I, challenged for the world title, and won the world championship? 
Do you want to know why I didn't? Because I like that triple A shot. shot. That's too easy. Got to get the no, Glock. No, not the matches. The <laughs> matches would be hard, but that is the easy way out. I feel like as a fan, you have your right to do whatever you want. You can cheer. You can boo. But if you're going to boo the narrative, boo the true narrative. Nobody has any problem acknowledging the man who signs the checks, but please don't forget the man who built this bank. And please do me a favor. Like I said, that's the easy way. It's not in my nature. Do yourself a favor. I put myself in your shoes. Put yourself in mine for one night here, all right? Put yourself in mine. <laughs> Think about it. I grew up in front of you. I debuted at 20 years old. No knee pads, no muscles. I've got a wife that's too hot for me. I've got a brother. That if you honestly think about it, Bell the Bell, he's a Hall of Fame player. Dustin Rhodes is likely better than I am. I got a daughter that I barely deserve, and I have a father that if I lived to be 300 years old, I would not be able to leave behind the cultural legacy that he did. So the easy way out, the easy way out is not the way. I will not turn. Keep pulling the John Cena. <laughs> I was just, just going to say that. The reason is, is because simple, and I don't mean to pander, but I love you guys very much, and I've loved you my entire life. <laughs> so if anybody thought that maybe I got a little Hollywood, that I got away from where my eyes should be. Allow me to apologize. I apologize to each and every one of you. I apologize to everyone in the Nightmare family. Brooke Havoc, Dylan, Sean Dean, Lee Johnson, Brock Anderson, my own brother, and sir. If I've never told you, allow me to tell you right now. It is a damn honor to stand in the ring with you. I apologize. You were right. And this way Andrade kind of interrupt him and they have banter and shit. He made fun of the tattoo. See. Yeah, he did. <laughs> see, y'all see me on camera, right? Y'all see me? I'm good. Same issue I was talking about pre-show. All right, so first Dying. thing first, leaving out, leaving out. Le he could have left out the whole the bank part because that's kind of part of the reason why the people don't like him because they know. Let's remember when <laughs> AEW first kicked off, he had to be kind of one of those faces that was out there every night. And so it, to me, it became a Cody being force fed on us type of thing. And that's kind of why it, it was like matches that a lot of people thought he probably should have lost. He was winning and kept winning and kept winning. 
And then, yeah, he came out with the Homelander outfit. His fucking, his, his old ring gear coming in, just feel like it kept getting more gaudier and gaudier. And that's what kind of made people, in my opinion, really, really like, you know what, fuck this guy. Like he mentioned, going Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? I think the first turn, if there's any turn he needs to make to try to quote unquote, get on the people's side is get rid of that blonde hair. Get rid of the blonde hair yeah. look, but he still, he still needs a big bad. And if if the Wyndham and and Adam Shear uh, thing, and they come to there, those two, this is just fan fiction here, but those two could be the big bad. You know what I'm saying? That really, really I'd be cool. puts Cody out or puts Cody on the map. You know what? Uh would make him the, the the most dirtiest player in the game if he grew that mustache back. <laughs> but I, I love the Triple H shot in there, though, when he said, I could have used this one and the whole world championship and all that other I love that Triple H shot. Speaking of, I guess, the intertwined connections, we, we've been saying this for months on the show. I think we're getting closer and closer to Charlotte being there. <laughs> yeah. We're getting closer and I really hope for that. It's just do it's kind of like she's kind of like the Cena of that division like. You can see the writings she, on the wall. <laughs> like do do you think they just don't let her go? Cuz my thing is this at this point I think she'll be done. If he if Andrade's still in AEW and doing good things, he's she's going to go there. She's a thousand percent gonna go there. Do you think she just goes there sooner or later? Hey man, I, I, you, you can never say never anymore. So I mean, <laughs> right. it's, it's plausible. It's possible. You know, she let the contract run sure. out and uh, she just mm-hmm. gone do the thing. Man, I just I, hope Jade I wins hope the TV. I'm with you on that. I said on show. I think it might I be hope for sooner. I hope for yeah. sooner on Charlotte because you know it's it, it it really is starting to really feel like her time over there is done in my opinion, you know it, it's really starting to feel that way. It's it's it, it's it's almost over and it's about time she needs to see different competition. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people 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 been sleeping, but a, the, the, the division. That people were complaining about with AEW, which is the women's division, yeah, has gotten all the way around a lot better. And the, mm-hmm. what what would you say is the turning point? Because to me, the turning point was the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker match. It was like the real turning. <sighs> that point was a good AEW's one. AEW's women's roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the signing of Thunder Rosa and um, you know, them consistently having Serena Deeb and everything. It, that's that was like the the turning of the tide and everything, and everything. So I, I I do agree with that. And then they just started I just, getting more people. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was in the beginning. You had like no one, and you don't want to because the thing is like yeah, because we've seen Nyla Rose way too much. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. You don't want to broadcast like people Nyla who Rose. aren't ready. Oh, I do too, but I was saying we've seen too much. <laughs> But and yeah, that's you gotta, like yo, t- what keyword Nick you just said, not ready, and that was the thing mm-hmm. was we were watching these women work out the kinks live on television, 
And like yeah. I re- when Britt Baker first came in, like she's a totally different woman now. Oh yeah. When she first came just in, I was just look? like, "Ooh, this is Yeah, this was mm-hmm. messy. She was sloppy. But once she got into quote unquote bitch mode and became that bitch, you know, like, well, that's Jay Cargill's my bad. But once yeah. she became like that bitch in a way, not, you know, before Jay Cargill and all that, like she turned it over. She turned over a new leaf. But Britt Baker, the beginning, the face DMD, nah, and she was she yeah. wasn't it to me. She wasn't it. And then what? what I dug wasn't she the one in the 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 female tag match to where she went to the wrong corner and tagged the wrong Asian person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Or was that the bunny? I don't remember, but geez. it was either her or the bunny did that shit. Because <laughs> they both well, had I, a uh, uh, counterpart, and she went to the wrong corner. So. So let me ask you, what do you think they do? Because I've been seeing it kind of a lot online. I think internet fans like us all want to see Jade win, right? Yes. But yeah. Ruby's in the tournament. I think fans down the way the bracket's set up, it's 1,000% going to be them two in the final. But do you think they kind of they give it to her instead of Jade? So like not for whatever reason, maybe because, hey, you came in, you lost right away. I hope not. I like Ruby. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it, it, Brian confirmed it, it was the bunny. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go, but, I'll um, go after you, B. Right. I, I think this was already written in uh in 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 stone before Ruby got there because this TBS title that ain't game. nothing brand new or what. I mean, it's mm-hmm. new to us, like publicly and visually, but this has been in the works for a minute. You know, and I believe that damn, this is Jade's title. Now, yeah, would I be upset if she lost and didn't take it? No, nah, not really, because I like just about everybody in the women's division, everybody in this tournament, and you know anybody mm-hmm. can go up there because uh, Sheeta could win it. Uh, freaking, I think um, I, I forget who advancing on or whatever, but I mean, any Man, number I of like individuals she- could win it, and I would I, I would be Sheeta. okay with it. But I think Jay gonna. Be- I love. Sh- I like Sheeta, and Sheeta got like screwed because of the pandemic. I think. The holes yeah. built. <laughs> you know, to be honest, not I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Like her, like uh, well, the one it. great thing it did, it did for her. Yeah, is she's the longest reigning women's champion over there for right now. Yeah. But that's the beautiful thing. But I no, I think she did what she needed to do with it, and she did a great job with it. I.e., you know, she was like the Drew McIntyre of the women. Yeah, I was about to say that. Carrying the belt, you know, carrying the belt during the pandemic, but she held it for a lot longer. There was no a lot of bouncing of the title. But Jay Cargill, I would I would be upset, B Rob, if she did lose. Because this, like you just said, this thing is tailor made for her. And to my recollection, also, she's never lost a singles match yet, right? Nope. Mm -hmm. She, I think she's got a kind of, it, it's it's almost like a woman's Goldberg thing with maybe a few more moves than Goldberg. <laughs> uh, runs, into the, runs into the title undefeated and then we get her on TV more, more than Dark. They need her on TV. They've been using her on Dark because she definitely needs the seasoning. She looks yeah. amazing on it on Instagram all the time. Oh boy. But that ring work, she she needs the seasoning. And I think that by the time the tournament is done, she should be fine-tuned enough 
And then yeah, I think we get to see I, all of that on TV. Every and week. I think the tournament this, was this, to, that, to could, that benefit as well, to where like she get right. those experiences with those caliber of opponents and whatnot to help with her skill to mm-hmm. get her ready for the next level. But this could also be one of them mm-hmm. situations where the title makes the person. Like her getting the no, title, I think- not just the champ, but helps get her to that new level because she's gonna like you said have to get those reps because when you're a champ, yeah. you got to be on TV. Yeah, I see that. I see that point, but I don't. I I think it it it's more than makes the person. To me, in this case, it defines her. Like it, mm-hmm. it's that defining moment of I'm finally here. I'm finally ready. Yeah. Because she's been weekly, undefeated. A weekly fight? Let's do this. Yeah, because she's been undefeated for a minute. And by now, she should have well enough been ran through a Britt Baker and, you know, snatched the title. But I feel like the thing with AEW is they have a lot of viable champions, but they want to see their stories through to completion, i.e. Yes. Kenny Omega. The story has been written since day one for Hangman to get that title off of him and everything. And they've been writing this story for the longest of time. So, I mean, you do have Brian there who could potentially skyrocket up to the, you know, title contingency, but it's not his time. The story is not written with him in mind right now. I mean, Punk can weasel his way in there somehow, but the story is not written for his time. The story with Punk is he's still trying to find his way after being gone for so long, you know, mm-hmm. the thing with Brian is he's trying to wrestle anybody and everybody, <laughs> you yeah. know? Right. And so he I mean, made it known and he made it known. I'm here. I'm not here to just pussyfoot around. Like I'm here to go after the top ASAP. Yeah. He said that the title will come eventually. And, you know, but right now I'm just trying to wrestle the best in the world. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he'll get the title first. And when him and Punk do get at it for the first time, it'll be for the title. But here's where you like, you kind of say the storyline thing, right? Because, like, I'm assuming everyone probably wants Hangman to be the one to take it off Kenny. That's but you also got that story where, huh? yeah, but you also got the, not as big, obviously, and definitely not as long, but you got the one with Brian and Kenny, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like, does, Brian, does Danielson take it? From Hangman, because I think the finals is going to be Moxley and uh, Brian. Nah, see, yeah. I, I I see Hangman taking it. Mm-hmm. I see Hangman taking it, but then, but then Danielson and 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 uh, Omega really get their rivalry on. And looking at you know, as we said, mentioned earlier, going back watching old matches, I want to see them do their little arm wrestling thing in the middle of the ring again. I don't know. If- <laughs> oh, the John Jingle Jingle. I don't know if y'all seen that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that little piece of comedy come back, but no, I think I think the I think a real Danielson Omega comes. I mean, they they're kind of working that now with the whole, uh, you know, uh, was it the Lucha Lucha House, whatever the fuck they are. What is what's the damn Jungle Jungle Express or whatever the fuck? Yeah, Jurassic. Express. Oh yeah, Jurassic Express and him versus the Elite. You know, like they're kind of working that now, in my opinion. But like B. Rob said, it's already set up for uh, for Hangman. You know, and Hangman is doing his little things, like he did the Ghostbusters thing the other night in the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man thing, and it's 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 working itself to finally give us that payoff. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's been great. But quick question to y'all, because we've been talking about AEW and long stories, like I personally think that that's one of them things that they have been getting right almost from day one. Yeah. Is their long yeah. storytelling story has been on point. The only thing that I didn't to be honest, like, the, the they, biggest they kind of the fumbled biggest, with uh, is uh, they told this story in a title eliminator tournament or whatever about. Ten and uh, Mox, how you know he, they had that fight a while back, and um, Mox hurt his arm. You know he was out with a bicep tear, and then they had this match, and it was just like Mox beat the shit out of him again. <laughs> you know? saw straight. Yeah, the only saw. the only big the only big like fuck up I think they had, and it was a big one in my opinion, was that ending to the Omega Moxley match. With the sparklers, but and... it, who? Oh, my heart! <laughs> the 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 bar, well, I mean, exploding there's, bar there's many death things match. with that. They probably didn't have the that... right kind of professional for that. And then, I mean, yeah, how it... big could you do something like that with a crowd around the ring? You know, <laughs> and that's why you don't do things like that, in my opinion. Like, I think it was a good shot they took. It just didn't turn out good. You can't be perfect. Oh, they're gonna at do it again. Then they're gonna yeah, get it right. But that <laughs> was you. You you can't say that was good. You do do that with a crowd around the ring. Go back and watch what happens and what's happened in Japan. But they I mean they I, I turned that they still made positive out of that. Yeah. And that's where the the, the amazing storytelling and AEW's creative has been phenomenal because yeah. they turned it into a running joke for the next like few weeks. Even with the with the elite and this pointing the finger at yo, this was your idea, Kenny. Oh. You did this. Nobody else did this. You did this. Fucking and then it helped Mox and Kingston come together. Uh, you know, part yeah. two also, also too with the with Pac in, in in England and the pandemic and all that. Like it it just set it still set everything perfectly yeah. after that. Also, and they to made add layers. I, I I I still thought it really fucking sucked. Yeah. Also, to add layers to that as well, what you was talking about, Dan and whatnot. If you listen to, because Eddie Kingston does a commentary for uh, one of the dark shows and whatnot, and anytime they have mm-hmm. pyro, he 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 flipped the fuck out like he got PTSD and shit. And he always bring up <laughs> and shit. So he 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 is stuck with his character. See, yeah, and that. I think it's good how they did the storytelling, but at that instant moment, they fucked that up. You can't deny that. That instant moment, they messed it up. Yeah, see, exactly. Great match. What Brian just, like just Brian's said. Great the match, match was great. But yeah, but the post match was awful, and you can't deny that that was awful. There's, yes, they might have recovered from it, but in time, that was awful. Yeah. Yo, I I remember it too vividly because I was sitting on the couch like that was the first AEW pay per view I paid for. Super excited because, like I said, it reached it reached into my heart and my soul, a Japanese deathmatch wrestler. And then when that shit went off, I was like, I laughed. I laughed and went to, I laughed myself to bed. Like, are you serious? Did this really? Yeah, happen? I thought it was funny. Like, <laughs> like, see, like, yeah, like, and that, and that was, see, see, it's granted because they fucked that up and it sucked, but it didn't suck like boo. Like, they, everyone generally got a laugh out of it because it was like, because here's my thing. I don't, I've never really watched that style like you guys said. So I could see you, but me, I'm like, like, is this, is this the thing? Well, like, is this, I, is, is this what's supposed to happen? Yeah, I had never watched it either, 
But leading up to it, I've seen clips and um, other things. And to like what you were saying, Dan, yeah, they'd be around the ring, but like this is the ring and this is all the pyro and the motherfuckers is not right here like how they was at the AEW show. I mean, they'd be back a no, little I don't, I don't remember a crowd, though. I, I thought because that, that match, I think, was filled. That was Daly's place. Yeah, they still yeah, and I don't think there was a crowd there. They, they always might, had but, but 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 with but at that time though, because of the pandemic, they also had the people seated in the seats, and that was in the era where they had they had the wrestlers around the ring and the people in the seats. So they might have been there, but yeah. they weren't close. Yeah. So my thing I want to say, just so it doesn't come off that way, I thought that was an A plus for effort and ballsy, and I like that. But it was yeah. just it was just like. They fucked it up in the end, but whatever. You're not going to get it all but right. They, they, believe like, on, you, they're they going to do that shit again. And then this time, yeah. they, I think they're going to over-deliver. <laughs> they're going to yeah. call oh my God. Someone, Someone's going to die. They're going to call <laughs> the guy not. who created it. Yeah, that's what I, <laughs> I think had, Brian they and them gotta said They got to call Onita. Yeah, they I think Brian to. and them said that too on their show. It's just <laughs> like, they're going to get him to do it, Onita. And they have to. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of like when it's kind of like a good example of that is when Matt Hardy didn't the Hardys didn't come back yet and they did that stupid House of Horrors match with Randy and Bray that was awful, but then once Matt signed him and Bray did the whatever Ultimate Deletion I think it was called with Matt's boy, what is it Jeremy Barash I think his name is and it was good and that's the same guy who did the Boneyard match and all that like like you sometimes just need that guy to do it. Mm-hmm. So you can't hate on them for doing it. I don't hate on them at all for doing it. I thought, you know, like, hey, fuck yeah. It was better than at the time. What was it? Was it right before or right after that WWE did the zombies? <laughs> oh, the oh, zombies. That was, oh, the, the zombies. That was that after, was, I think. You know what? You know what? That was well I, after. I, pre- I prefer the the sparkler explosion over the zombies. Yes. <laughs> zombies, yes. Because at least that... Did the you guys zo- watch that the movie? The zombie though? thing... Did... No. No. Yeah, you're talking about the explosion Bob wire thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got... If you guys... I, I, so me and, me, and my, me and my girl watched the Army of the Dead movie with Batista or whatever. It was actually pretty decent. It wasn't, like, awful. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to make Army Which, of hey, Thieves. Nah. Yeah. Like, hey, credit, they, they were shouting out Batista very hard for that movie. And whatever, say, so, hey, hey, respect to them, respecting their homie, but y'all could have done better than that. <laughs> yeah, fucking and yeah, I was gonna say, even yeah, even Batista, even Batista shit on that, that which was hilarious. Yeah, he's like, I, she's like, uh, I did not. He, he's like, I did not know about this. I did not sign up for this. <laughs> and that, and that's one of the big. That's like, see, that's one of the big things that I respect more about Tony Khan than Vince. Like Vince. He's starting to get the competitive side again. And I like, I love competition. Like, granted, I'm not like these people on Twitter who are like, they did this. No, they did this. No, they like, I don't care that bad. Like, I don't give a fuck about ratings. I don't give a fuck about viewers. Like, yeah, I just like what was better, like, in my opinion, right? But like, I like when Vince, like, competition, Tony, I love the competition in him. But like, I could picture Tony, like, watching the sparkler thing, like, with his hands in his pocket. Yep, we fucked that up. And Vince is watching the zombies. <laughs> and Vince is and Vince and Vince and Vince is watching the zombies. Like, ah, that's some good shit. Like that, exactly. that's the difference. Exactly. Like Vince, Vince is too egotistical to be exactly. like, wow, that sucked. 
where Tony, like I said, Tony was probably sitting there with like a cigarette in his mouth, like, yep, yeah, we punted that one to the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what but, I like about Tony well, Khan, since- man, is just like, I don't think he's doing this to be competition, but like he plays the role. He is the Vince McMahon of, you know, his organization as it refers to the internet. So like when yeah. people be putting out these stories about AEW or whatever, he'll jump in the comments or whatever and just play the role and so, whatnot. But I don't think he gives a fuck. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So he, I was gonna say do you do like that? Like, do you, do you like how involved he is? Like to see how Vince doesn't do interviews. Like, do you like that? <laughs> Because that's one thing I do like about Vince, though, Loki, is like the mystique. Well, no, we don't I, see we don't do see Tony it. Khan on TV as we saw Vince on TV, but we're here we will hear about Tony Khan on the internet more than we do on TV. And I like the show. I saw it's it thing, funny to me. Because have you Yeah, I like Tony Khan. Like I said, have you been seeing Bischoff like shitting on them? Yeah. Because Bischoff is under the impression is like, hey man, I've been there and done that or whatever. You fucking up. And Tony Khan is like. Dude, I am nothing like you, and you can kiss my ass. Yeah, so, <laughs> for real. Eric, Eric is Eric's pretty much like until Tony goes on Mondays or Fridays, he's nothing like me. Which whatever you can have your boat. But I yeah. saw a thing the other day. Said, Tony is like, imagine if they. Had, I'm not trying to go to Mondays because that would be stupid. I just want to be over here and do my own thing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like well, it is. It would be stupid, and it's dumb. Like it's dumb. I wouldn't want to watch. Yeah, you remember TNA. Oh, that got killed. Who was involved in that big thing? Hogan and Bischoff, yeah. you big fucking dummies. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I uh, saw a tweet the other day. It said, it said, imagine if they had Twitter during the Monday Night Wars. DX would have been insane. Would be in trouble. DX would be in so much but, trouble if they had the internet back then. Phenomenal podcast yeah. to listen to because that they, they actually spoke about. They've been speaking about all of that shit with TNA. Listen to Jeff Jarrett's podcast, My World. Like they go in deep about the behind the scenes of the whole of TNA from its creation, financials, yeah. even these details like that about he he went in about um about Hogan and Bischoff and all of them and how their deals were set up to work certain things. Like just listen to that show. But yeah. since we're on WWE. It's- we didn't talk. We 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 and we we left a huge gap between a lot of content. How did y'all feel about the Saudi show? I thought it was actually a really so good yeah. Show. So when, yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. So when you yeah when you left, we we talked about it briefly, very briefly. But yeah, we were on the same agreement. So it was really good. Uh, Mostly Woods winning was obviously the best yeah, part. Woods and Zelina and that Helen that Helen a Cell match was great. Yeah, the Helen a Cell was good too. Like when Edge when Seth was on the thing. Yeah. I uh, was it the turnbuckle or the ropes and Edge like threw him. He bounced off the cage to the table. Like that was dope. Table. I was like, yo, like that, like, I, like yeah. you know, like granted that shit hurts. Like we all know that shit hurts. But I looked at that like, wow, like I know right now he's in pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought it was like, a great the only show. Thing, honestly, the only thing I about- thought it was the best show, the best Saudi show. Yeah. Yeah, by far, by far. The only things that disappointed me about that show, and I'm sorry I missed it before I was listening, but I was also, you know, I again talking about New York. Yeah, shenanigans of what's going on on my job. Garbage truck finally came, so I had to go down and get rid of everything because that's a part of what's going on. The garbage is being left out there, but another story for another day. 
So I didn't hear what yeah. y'all was saying. But <clears throat> what I, the, the only few things I didn't. <clears throat> there you go. But um, I I because of because of you know Muslim law and all that, I didn't like the cheesy shirts that the women had to wear because they had to be all covered up. I respect I respect you know I respect their culture. I respect what they did. It just felt like it to me. It felt like the women were uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? So wait, and, let me ask you though: How many, is this the first Saudi show you really watched though? Probably in full, yes, in full, yes. Yeah, because I was gonna say they they've always been wearing that since the the thing they did yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish this. From the first match with Lacey and Natalia, they weren't even allowed to wear makeup or anything. Now I notice little things like that, like they had makeup and shit on, like because I was curious, like what Bianca was gonna do essentially. But yeah, sorry, go go. Yeah. Vietnam, no, that's no, definitely all good. It was just I because I but I, I understood I kind of understood going in because of the cultural rules and cultural laws. But that it just they mm -hmm. looked uncomfortable to me. And then and the shirts were cheesy. That was mm -hmm. it, like the shirts yeah. were corny. My thing that made me kind of uncomfortable and about the whole thing, being that they were in Saudi, being that they have a prince and all that shit out there. And then they was coming out there doing King of the Ring. And you know how people get about shit. He's like, well, I'm a real prince. And he's yeah. coming out here proclaiming he's a king and shit. You know? Oh. And I was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. That was. That's like, I that's, thought they were going to get some like backlash Dr. Being a doctor. Huh? I thought they were going to get some backlash for Riddle coming out on a camel. I don't know. I think Which they I was all was for that. It was like, oh, he's riding Bessie Lou. <laughs> I thought that was great though, the camel. I thought it would have been better if they both did it though. It would have been better if he RKO'd the camel. Hey, how many? <laughs> if you guys watched the whole show, how many months until they signed that uh silver medal dude that knocked that knocked out Ali? Oh, oh they, they won't. That was they just won't. a special attraction. That was a special attraction. Because they did that on another show with the sumo wrestler guy, remember? <laughs> Yeah, because th that was the first one. Because the guy, the prince asked for Yokozuna, R.I.P. He said, Can Yokozuna come? And that dude been dead. Long <laughs> so Vince brought in someone. Yeah. That's insane. Nah, but but yeah, the I thought it was a good show. It was phenomenal. It was phenomenal matches. But I just, I, I looked at the, like, I, you know, they really had me thinking they was going to have Dewdrop go over, get over. Uh, or go over, but um, it it just the Zelina Vega part, like it felt like uh, they owed her that because we all remember yes. what happened when they pulled the thing from the nine eleven show. Like it felt like they owed her that. That's yeah. kind of the other thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, and then I like she shirt, won because the cosplay. Just corny. <laughs> <laughs> she won because cosplay. She gonna do some bomb ass cosplay I... as a queen. <laughs> oh yeah, you know who my favorite though about AEW is though it brings up WWE's pay-per-views I would say in like the past six months WWE hasn't really had an awful pay-per-view and it's because they know they can't afford to like even extreme right. rules that only had one extreme match was still a decent pay -per -view. normal rules normal rules it was normal yeah, rules pay-per-view but even then it was good so that's what I like that's then, that's the biggest thing is like then, well, they've what's, been performing uh, pay per view wise. And then also you talk Ross about sucks, also you talk about pay per views and everything. I mean, they just released their slate of uh, their up and coming pay per views and whatnot. 
which a lot of the ones that we were complaining about are omitted from that list. And um, and, uh, and they're doing the Saturday thing. I think the Saturday is the mm-hmm. best part of it all. Right when AEW first released and they did their first like few on Saturdays, I was like, that is the best thing possible. Yes. No one's got work really for the most part. A lot of people have Sunday off and just like it gives you more of that big fight feeling. You don't see boxing matches and UFC fights on a Sunday. Well, also, too, though, you got to look at the transition in times and how people hang out and stuff. Plus, you know, obviously the pandemic, but there's no more clubs. So it's not Saturdays aren't a big club night anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And wrestling fans are going to be home now on Saturdays when they know a pay-per-view is going to be on. But also, too, thinking about it, because AEW was kind of consistently doing theirs on Saturdays for the most part. Maybe this was WWE's transition to try to combat them again. Just a little thought that I had now. Maybe. And then it'll so just make Tony Do you mean, do you mean like... Oh, because I was going to say, looking at the schedule, whatever pay-per-view as of right now, WWE has scheduled in Saturday is usually the same night as All Out, which I think is a very ballsy move because All Out, no, it's not really decided yet, but pretty much All Out and Double or Nothing are like the mania of it. So that's kind of ballsy, I'll say. Yeah, mania. But one thing they're plans. getting right too, one thing they're getting right too is Nick Khan. This is all him. Like he's smart. Booking money in the bank in a stadium, 4th of July weekend. Going to make bank. Then SummerSlam's in August, right? Isn't it the uh, the end of July now, I mean? I think it's the end of July now in Nashville. Nashville's always popping. Like, I'll say Nick, like, Nick Khan's doing good things when it comes to shit like that, I think. Mm-hmm. And again, look at the states. Look at the states that they're <laughs> mm-hmm. in. Goes back to what we spoke about in the beginning of the show. Yeah, no, you're right, because I remember, if you remember me saying in the chat, if you remember me saying in the chat, there's not one single California pay-per-view announced. Mm-hmm. And I don't think New York either. I know they have Boston, Providence, they had Chicago, they had, I forgot who else they had. Hell, they, even talk about doing, Nashville. Uh, they even talk about doing pay-per-views in the UK. I think they'll do a SummerSlam there, not this year, obviously, because it's natural. I think next the year after. I'd like them for them to do a Mania overseas somewhere one day. I think that'd be dope. Did work. they ever? I know they did that one SummerSlam in where? Was it Australia? In Sydney, right? Way back? I'm not 100% that's when sure. That's from Bulldog one or some shit. They did one in like UK or Australia or something back in the mm-hmm. day. Speaking of the British Bulldog or whatever, you seen how, uh, what was that, uh, Serena Deeb and uh, freaking uh, Sheeta, how they did the freaking Bulldog finish with the, the pin, how he pinned Brett and won the yeah. um, IC title? Because that was Sheeta's 50th win, right? Yep. Yep. Technically, Before. technically it's a 51st. Because she already had her 50th match or whatever at, um, when they went to the big show they did, you know, I think it was New York or some shit like that. They already did it. Yeah. They did it on like a dark or a rampage, uh, one of them shits or whatever, but they never showed it. So they used the Serena. Uh, and some shit to do. Yeah. But boys yeah. all say here. Mm-hmm. Wrapping on up. Yeah. Wrap that titties up. 
But I am intrigued. I am pleasantly entertained by all that is going on with professional wrestling as it is. Sucks about Ring of Honor, but it opens the door still for many opportunities all around. And this Saturday, I'm going to see my local indies. I'm going to see all the the players down here in Houston, Texas at uh, New Texas Pro Wrestling. So it's it's, it's great. It's great. Mm hmm. Got to send some. Anybody knows anything in anybody knows anything in the New York, New Jersey area, please. I I, like now I more than ever. I want to get into the business somehow, some way, whether I don't. It's not really in ring because I don't think I'm physically there for that. But hey, man, they got some people that aren't aren't really physically there for that. And they still doing it. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true indeed. But, you know, starting out, starting out at 41, (laughs) approaching 42 years old. I mean, you know, the butcher started late. You know what I'm saying? DDP started late. (laughs) DDP. Look at Bobby Roode. He's 45. Yeah. But he's been doing it for 20 plus. I haven't. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, stop making excuses. Anyway, anyway. No, no, yeah, but I mean, just anywhere, any way to get in the business, man. Let me, if there's a promotion, y'all know, yo, hit hit us up, Dude, hit a brother, hit one of them up to send GCW it to me, you know. practically lives in the showboat. <laughs> South Jersey, though, that's South Jersey. That's an hour and a half, two hour drive for me. You hey, know what I'm saying? Hey, it's closer. It. I know there's closer, want it, but I gotta look it, it up. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Mm. This is true. Word. But this so, was, uh, y'all, this was definitely. Definitely a hella random conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we was all when y'all was uh, talking COVID while I was on the phone. <laughs> so Rob, hear me out before I before I close. So Rob, I got an idea. I need you to hear me out. What's one thing we got in common? That we were in the military. <laughs> all right. So I'm not going to reenlist. We're going to go to wherever, whatever company you want. And we're going to wrestle in Boots and Utes, and we're going to be called the Devil Dogs. <laughs> is Word. this a thing, or is this a thing? Or Fuck is it, this we can do thing? it. Fuck it, we'll do it. <laughs> Imagine. We'll do it. We'll do it. Fuck it. I got my cam- On the other side of this door is a Tupperware with my camis and boots still in it. <laughs> right? Right? But and we got, got the perfect story. We got name. photos up. Right, we got photos of us from events, going to events together. Yep. You got to be GI Bros two and three, though. Yeah, GI Bros. Bros. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, that's a cheap plug. We're now known as the GI Bros. That's people we're attacking. We need. We already the APA. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) We're the APA in the military. We the AP. We the The APA protection (laughs) agency. The choices were made, uh, protection agency. Choices <laughs> were made, protection agency. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's all I had, to say. I, had, I had I had to end it on that. No, yes, I had a great time. Great all time right. as always. But uh, team, I forgot my flip flops. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> team, uh, burnt the damn skin off the bottom of my motherfucking feet. I'll never do that shit again. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, anyway. you never did those GoPro videos. Huh? Wait, wait. You never did those GoPro videos. I've never seen them. Oh man, I, I got them right here. I got it. I'm trying to figure out where I can put them to where you can still use the 
the 3D shit. So oh, you can well, actually I just turn see your phone and see it or whatever. But uh, I'll probably throw them on YouTube because uh, I think it's okay. compatible. So, yeah, I'll, I'll do it soon. Anyway, right. on behalf of myself, anyway. Nick Anacelli, the mayor with the, with the hair down here. <laughs> luscious. I wish I can grow mine. This is luscious. Oh yeah, I need to bring that back too. I need to bring that back. I need to bring promo in the back, back, because back in my day when we did this podcast, we had promo in the bank. You know, we hit the button and the music would play, and somebody had to cash in on somebody. <laughs> but anyway, I might have been the last person to give it to somebody too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, because I gave it to Mitch the last time. Yeah, you were. Oh, my phone dinged. That means it's time to go. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>